gonna make him an offer again. Funny how. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is Dingo Talk. We're back on the alumni tour. My guest this week is Kylie Clark, class of 2017, 16 and a half, and you'll figure that out later on in the episode. Uh, wanted to make sure everybody stays tuned to the end. Harry Chambers will be picking a name out of the hat. So there's another giveaway for the lunch special. And make sure you check out my page, like, subscribe, get me on Instagram. Check out Maple Shades Outdoors, and uh, if you get if you're in the Bethany area, make sure you buy a new shirt from Chambers. Uh, but without further ado, Kylie Clark's going to tell us about her journey to law school. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is back to the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Kylie Clark, class of 2017, or something like that. There's a I know you. We'll I know say, you comped with me, so that's all I know. We'll say 2017. <laughs> that's when I walked. Um. Before I forget. Tea. Yay! Thank you. Um, so basically, we're going to do the same thing we do every week. Kylie's going to tell us how she got to Bethany, how she found Bethany, why she chose to come here, um, kind of some of the things that she did here. We'll get into that comp story. Uh, and then we'll take a break, send it to KJ, we'll come back, and then it'll be everything from 17 on when you graduate. Let's do it. So uh, how did you find Bethany? So um, I knew going to school that I wanted to play softball and um, pretty much my search for college began and ended with that. Mm -hmm. um, I had applied to many places uh, in Ohio, smaller schools. I knew that I wasn't going big for softball, but at the time I also knew I wanted to be a lawyer. There was no going back on that. So it was kind of where can you go to school, play a sport, but also get your education and not be overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Um, so there was a couple schools in Ohio, Ohio State, Muskingum, and then Bethany I ended up finding because at the time the GA, um, she was my old softball coach for a travel team. Okay. So Asha Baranacy, shout out to her. <laughs> um, we connected and she was coaching and I had already coached with her. So it really came down to Muskingum, who has a phenomenal softball program, mm -hmm. and Bethany who was also great. Um, they were pretty equivalent in skill. And I ended up going with Bethany, one, because of Ashley, and then two, just because um, I wouldn't get away from Ohio, which yeah. I came to was still the smallest <laughs> place in the world. Um, I want to get out of Ohio, so I went to the woods in West Virginia. <laughs> exactly. But I might be in Pennsylvania, depending on which way I'm standing. Exactly. I just needed to be a little bit distanced from Muskingum. It was like two hours from my mom's house, about an hour from my dad's, and I was like, absolutely not. And if you knew me at Bethany, I went home all the time anyway. <laughs> so um, that is essentially what it came down to. Is that it was it was close enough, but not. Yeah. Okay. I could still make the drive. I could still go home, which I clearly did. Um, but it wasn't in Ohio, so it was fine. So let's go fresh, let's start freshman year. Oh, God. Any particular story or memory or just kind of talk about as a freshman, you know, it's a, is it, how big of a change was it? Um, I wouldn't say that it was a huge change, not for me anyway. Like I said, I was already so focused on school because mm -hmm. uh, I had known since I was young that I wanted to be a lawyer. Okay. So once I had committed softball, softball, you come, you play, you just do it. Um, so really it was focusing on school. 
to the point that I was so uptight. If you ever dealt with me in college, I am sorry because I was so uptight. It's and the first I, apology I think I've ever gotten from you. I'm I'm, I'm chalking <laughs> that one up to it came right here. So we're just gonna <laughs> add that to the tally board and here we go. No, but it's true. Um, I was just so focused on school. And um, when I came in, I came in with Sadie, who we went to the same high school together. We were the best of friends. We lived together. She was playing volleyball, so coming all of my roommates were volleyball players and we lived in cv and it was just me and so the most memorable story every time for freshman year is they were away at a tournament and they were going to be gone and i'm there by myself i don't know anybody it's like week one no idea who anyone is the power goes out <laughs> for i think like two days and so i'm just waiting i'm laying on the couch in the dark i hear people like having a good time everywhere and I'm like I'm not going to meet anybody mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on my phone ends up dying like it was awful and so I just like laid on the couch looking at the ceiling like please come home and they couldn't <laughs> but that that pretty much summed up my freshman year well, th well thankfully as the years went on we got we, we got better with the the electricity problem we really didn't have very my many. senior year there was hardly if it snowed really really bad you get that one bad. but it was like you could people could remember that t those times where it was like Sunny outside, but there's, there's a little, there's a cloud over there, and boom, the no power is out. No power at all. It happened so frequently, which ended up actually turning into some of the best memories. Oh, having yeah. Just hanging out with all your friends in the pitch black. It well, was great. Even um, the class size of it. Like, there were days where yeah. you didn't have power, and yep. you were in Old Main, and it was just... All right, we're going to have all these classes we can while the sun's on this side. Yep. It goes the other way. Uh, we're out. So Online. Yes. Check your Moodle. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll do that. Uh, yeah, so that it was pretty much freshman year. Um, and things got better, I would say, after that. Um, ended up joining Fine U mm -hmm. sophomore year. So I didn't rush. Wasn't into any of that. Again, super uptight with school. And I was going home all the time, which I love my family, but definitely did not live the best life um, freshman year. And then sophomore year came along and things definitely picked up, got better, uh, joined 5U, kept playing softball, and kind of took off from there. So I guess we'll progress from sophomore year. Let's go to <sighs> softball. How'd softball go that year? What was it like being, give it a little bit about the, the student athlete aspect of it. I mean, obviously academics is very important to you, yeah. but you also wanted to play softball. So. Right. Um, softball, it was great. I had wonderful teammates every single year that I played, um, and I'm really, really thankful for everyone. I think we had a great group of people that were, I think everybody generally was really dedicated to school, which kind of surprised me being in college. Mm -hmm. um, but our team every year really tried to succeed in school, and they were super supportive of that. Um, and when it came to the field, everybody wanted to play, so that was great. We always had a good dynamic. Um, but we had also people that didn't take it as seriously as I did, so it was nice to have that reminder, like, you can chill. Uh, you know, there's more important things in life. So, um, yeah, softball is great. Had a lot of ups and downs. Uh, if anybody of them listened to that, they'll probably laugh. Um, I actually quit my sophomore year um, for, I think, 48 hours. <laughs> Um, I'm done. No, I was just kidding. Yeah, so I was going through a lot. By sophomore year, a lot of life stuff happened. Mm -hmm. um, I had two people pass away that were super, super important in my life. My parents were getting a divorce. Sadie actually left Bethany. Um, and then I just kind of felt alone mm -hmm. at that point. So lots of things going on. And looking back now, I realized that I was not mentally right. 
um, which is, I think that goes to show how incredible Bethany is and the people because I was definitely in my worst place and people were still talking to me and I don't know why and people still loved me. And even to this day, there are so many people, even if I don't talk to them now, I could reach out and it would mm -hmm. be like nothing ever happened. And I think that whether it be softball, 5U, anybody, I mean, it's it's the best community that I could have asked for. And, you know, I wish that I could do some things over for sure, but I do think it shows like when you're in your worst place and people still love you and people are still on your side and supporting you, I think that really goes to show what this place has to offer. So super thankful for that. So your, I would go to, are we at 2015 now? Or yeah, so 15, two, 15, 16? Oh God, you want me to do math? Not well. Two th so You're a lawyer, I'm. Eh, not yet. Uh, uh, okay, so 2016 is junior year, right? No, senior year, that's senior year. Okay, so 2015, 2016 is junior year. Um, I don't really remember, like nothing sticks out from junior year too much because it was still like a transition period from all the stuff that happened. Here, I'll give you the one thing that we can, or is that senior year? Is it where you get to, I'm, I'm just not gonna get caught off guard by it. I said I wasn't gonna bring it up, but I'm just not gonna get caught off guard by it, so I'm gonna dictate that turn. Go, you, go ahead, go ahead, bring um, it up. What I don't remember, was that your junior year or was that your... That well, would that would have been my senior year, 15-16. Yeah, yeah, it would have been the 2015-2016 season. So, uh, there, was a, there was a blocked blocked field goal. <laughs> and so, when I said that I didn't have any memories from junior year, I didn't have any good memories because... In you have a great arm. In 2016, 2015-2016 football season... Uh, my life came to a temporary halt. And I know I just talked about a lot of bad things happening. <laughs> Those don't compare to this day in particular. FIMU decides to have formal. It's with the incredible Alpha Sig. We were stoked. We were super close to that house. Everybody loved them. We loved all the houses, so whatever. But we were super close with them. A lot of people in those houses were dating. And so it was going to be a great time. It was... It was at their house too, which was cool because it was just right down the hill. Um, and so everybody's hanging out at Alpha Sig, the football game's on, we decide to head to Bubba's and- The football game took a turn. And, and the game we're talking about is Penn State, Ohio State from that 2015 season, which it's about the only thing a Penn State person can brag about. <laughs> so yeah, we go to the bar and everybody's like, oh, we're at the bar, it's time to have a good time. And I'm like, oh, no, there's a football game on. And what ends up happening is I just, you know, I pleasantly leave the bar after a last minute blocked field goal. And I just went about my life and did. Pleasantly? Yeah, pleasant. I'm just, pretty sure I got hit with a beer can. Might have been full. I'm not going to say it was a glass because, listen, <laughs> I'm not going to say it wasn't a glass. Listen. But I believe there were some words. You, you, you didn't just get up and go to the door and go, all right, everybody, I'll see you. Nice. No, yeah, no, I definitely uh, said some choice words to some people. Some of them may be in the room. Some of them may not. And left sobbing. Uh, I knew that that was kind of the end of it for me that semester. How do you, <laughs> was, was... How do you recover? So that day, that's the, that sticks out, but it's just a really dark day for me. And still to this day, 
I can't stomach Penn State. No. I hate them. You're not our rival. You're never no. going to be our rival. You're not. You have to you have to compete with your rival to be a rival. And I'm just glad that you can admit that. Hey, because if it were opposite chairs, I wouldn't be saying But, it. I mean, it's... Uh, that's because your record against them is what it is. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's why you can say that's the same reason you could make the comment that you're not our rival. I mean, that, that team up north isn't any better. Okay, but listen, there's been, we've had some losses. None of them are our fault. It's the ref. It's the other team. Oh, I, I'm, None well, of I'm them. well aware. You, no. I have Twitter. I, I also, my guest we, next week is very uh, active about Ohio State as well. We are the best team the best state i'll give you well that's not true so that's, you just have to take it take it for what it is well we can agree to disagree should i have went to ohio state the shallow part of me says absolutely you should have been a buckeye but when i remember all the good things bethany brought me i realized no you were I, a bison. I was a bison and that's okay but i do love ohio so you comp in <laughs> so, we'll yeah. so, so you comp in sixteen. Essentially, what we're saying is, I blacked out all of junior year because of that one game. Um, life just gone. Life halted, and I don't remember any of it. I get to senior year, very exciting, and I had to decide: Do I want to graduate early, or do I want to continue with softball um, and, and really just enjoy my full senior year, however, just shell out thousands of dollars in tuition. Yes. And I'm thankful that my parents are helping me and ha have always helped me. Um, they're super supportive. And so I had to take their uh, thoughts and opinions into consideration. And they thought that it would be best to um, graduate early because that's a lot of debt that I'm not going to have that they're not going to have. Absolutely. So. For financial reasons, I was like, yeah, I might as well if I can graduate early. Um, it'll look better going to law school saying you got it done in three and a half instead of four. Um, I didn't really come in with any college credit either. I took college courses um, in school, but none of them counted for anything because of the grading system and whatnot, So, mm -hmm. um, which was fine. But ended up getting it done, comped early, got distinction. Um, and that was the 33 that. club, I believe. The 33, it? the 1933 society. Shout out. Um, uh, if you can follow them on Facebook, if you're, <laughs> if if, you if you're a member, no, go no, follow them. No. I didn't get added until like a year after because I had no idea. I see it all the time and I just, it just gets scrolled by. Yeah, well, I didn't, so they had to add me. <laughs> Well, and I got my coin a year later too. Well, I think maybe maybe we'll stop there. <laughs> you seem like you need to, to regroup a little. I'm regrouping um, from that Penn State conversation. I'm still so amped up about it. Um, at this point, I'm going to send it to KJ Kieran Dunn with Maple Shades Outdoors. Check out his YouTube page and Instagram page if you haven't. Follow him, subscribe. Um, but go ahead, KJ. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. You, while you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page. Enjoy some videos and some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk, so I'll talk to y'all later. What's going on, Chuckleheads? Thank you, KJ. I am Carla Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. Uh, Kylie Clark, class of 17, 16 and a half. Uh, we're going to get to that story, I guess, right now. Uh, in the first part, she told, her, she told you how she got here, why she came here. 
um, and some of the experiences. You said you you graduated early or semester early. Yeah, so semester early. Um, another thing that went into that decision was that Bethany had a three and three program with Duquesne Law. So your senior year could have also been your first year of law school. And so it would have just cut back um, a year of education. I ended up not doing that. Um, just based on advisement from professors that Duquesne's a great school. I mean, I ended up going to Pitt, so they're neighbors, but um, basically just if you're going to go to law school, shoot for the stars and see where you land, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't shooting for like Harvard, but, um, you know, rankings and things like that do matter a lot. So, you know, look at the ranking list, see where you think you could go and kind of work your way into it. And, you know, Pitt is ranked top 100 so I was like sure why not um, and there are several other schools but uh, one of the big things for graduating Bethany too was kind of law school what would be best for that you know was mm -hmm. taking a semester off preparing for law school was that a good idea working saving money jokes on me I don't know how to save money um, if I can tell you anything figure it out somehow because <laughs> figure it out it's a that I mean that's what it comes down to I have it but I hope if you do. If you hear yeah. anything, I hope you do because, and then come tell me what you're doing. Um, you can pass that down on. We'll just we'll create a chain for people. Exactly. What's your advice for this? Uh, mine is <laughs> save money. And I'm just kidding. I don't actually believe that. You don't get to take it when you're dead. So spend spend it on whatever you want. Um, <laughs> but don't do like stupid decisions like go to law school because that's a lot of debt. It was a dumb choice. Um, but yeah, so graduated early, comped. Um, and actually, financially, yes, it was a good decision, but looking back, there was a lot of things, a lot of Bethany tradition that I missed because I graduated early and just things that I didn't know about. I don't think at the time communication was super great um, since I kind of had like disenrolled. It's kind of like once I said I was done, it's like I got removed from everything and I don't mm -hmm. know if that was intentionally or not, whether it was my fault, somebody else's, but I just ended up not seeing a lot of things because you know, we use social media, but you know, Five Views not posting like, hey, seniors, go to do this thing for mm -hmm. senior week. Like, that's not the point. So, um, again, it could be my fault, could have been anyone's, but um, I would say definitely if you are ever put in that decision, stay. You, I mean, you only get four years with these people. And like I said, it's some of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. Um, I will definitely be taking these people with me forever. And I do, I'm a little sad that I missed out on some of those things, but I'm just thankful that even now I can still, you know, turn to everyone, reach out to anybody I want. I definitely think with Bethany, I mean, you don't have to talk to somebody for 10 years, but if you reach out, they'll be there, they'll help you, whatever Absolutely. it is. So, and I think that's super cool. So you leave Bethany, you go, you take the, you take the semester off to prepare? I take the semester off. Doesn't really take much preparing. That's kind of the nice thing about law school. You can do anything beforehand. You can be whatever you want beforehand. It really doesn't matter. Um, that's the point of law school is they tell you what you need to know and they teach you how to be. And it really is kind of, um, it's more than just like, this is the law. You really change how you think about everything. Um, and it's not a lie when they say you have to learn to think like a lawyer. Um, and that's the hardest part. Uh, so it, it's definitely challenging in that sense when you're so used to something, whether it be academically or just your lifestyle and then jumping into that. So I ended up staying home and just working. I worked at the YMCA. Um, I was, I did preschool. Um, I did before school, after school stuff with actual school age children. I worked at camp. 
um, spent my last summer at camp, and then I did some internships um, just to not really prepare, but it looked good, so why not do yeah. it? Um, and then ended up making my decision for law school probably early spring i would say probably like march april i was mm -hmm. i had decided where i was going to go for law school and then just kind of wrote it out and enjoyed life while i could working which kind of sucked actually because you get back into the school session and you're like oh, i want to go back to work like yeah. i love that nine to five or being able to do whatever i want mm -hmm. um whereas school law school is definitely uh 14 to 16 hours a day every day including weekends so it's a huge adjustment it's a lot of time and effort um and i don't think that i knew that and i don't think <laughs> i asked the right questions before i went but i made it through so that's all that matters so this isn't your first time back in bethany recently you were recently. part of the uh the special olympics yes right? yes that so. was i mean another reason why bethany is so great i always said i had worked with um when I did day camp at the Y, I was I initially was a counselor and then became a director, and I always stuck with our children with special needs. Mm -hmm. And so, through it was truly the most rewarding experience to work with those kids. And I always said while I was at Bethany, because that's what I did in my summers when I would go home, um, I always said it would be cool for us to do something like that. But I was always like, oh, there's nobody here, and where do you find kids and things like that. Never really, you know, looked into it too much. Mm -hmm. um, and then this comes up and Allison, who's like this perfect angel that she is, develops this entire thing and, you know, works her butt off to do it. And it actually got advertised through the Finding Facebook page. That's how I found out about it. And there's all kinds of ways to do it. And I was like, why not come down? I mean, I haven't been to Bethany in forever, see people I haven't seen and do something that I love that law school definitely doesn't give me the time to do. So it was incredible. So many people to help. Um, Malik, who was just on the show recently, mm -hmm. he was there. That was the first time I ever interacted with him, and I was blown away. He's a, also an incredible human. So, and I just, it was so great to see how many good people are still coming through Bethany um, once I had left. So, <clears throat> one, let's, I had a question that popped up where you said about the law school and coming down here. So, that was a good kind of, if somebody is in that law school track. I, I, I know I have a social media, so I see all the all our recent alumni that are going down that path. Yeah. Um, get more involved in stuff, types of things like that that interest you, that you're really passionate about, as more of a take a break from that grind? You need to find something for your mental health. I don't think it matters what it is, and I don't think it matters how. I mean, I always encourage healthy habits, especially because law school. I don't know a single person that's gone in and has said my mental health is fine. Um, I think it's overwhelming that mental health deteriorates, at least for those three years. Mm -hmm. Once you graduate, I think it all kind of lifts off your shoulders. You still have to take the bar exam. You still have to pass it. But the bar exam is also just a completely different thing than law school. And so for three years, it really is like nose to the books and whatever way that you can find peace do it. Um, I know that like it ended up being like just being able to do the dishes. Um, that was nice. You know, going to the grocery store used to, like I used to cry about it because I'm like, I don't have time to walk into a store and go buy food. I have to read my book. Yeah. I have to finish my assignment. I have to write my brief, whatever it is. Um, those things become very overwhelming. So I know like my last year, which is usually the easiest year, it's the most laid back. 
I was like, I'm going to read for at least a half hour every night, a book of my choice. And that would actually relieve so much stress off mm -hmm. me. I wish I would have done that sooner, but it was constantly like, I don't feel like I can. So if you're going down that track, I don't regret it at all. I, I've dreamed of being a lawyer. I've dreamed of everything that I'm doing right now. Um, but don't go unless you're committed and just know that you need to do a lot of like self work, self reflection as to how you're going to help yourself get through it. Um, because there's going to be some really tough times that people are not going to understand unless they're there. Like it's, it's not really something I would go home to my family and they're supportive, but they just don't get it. And that's hard to explain. Um, so find what you can that you love, that you really love. Um, and find as much of that as possible while you're in that journey. So you brought up that it's been a dream yeah. since kind of the beginning, I guess. Um, probably since I was young and like can't remember, but the first time I remember ever saying I wanted to be a lawyer is we took in fifth grade. It was just like a all about me type quiz or whatever. And one of the questions was, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I wrote down lawyer and that's the first time I remember it. I've never really understood why. Um, I like to argue, pretty sassy. Um, so everybody told me as a young child that, You're I'd, be a really good lawyer. that I'd be a great lawyer. Um, and then as I got older, now I realize um, there's more purpose behind it. I definitely want to serve under privileged communities. Um, I did a lot of that while in law school. So mm -hmm. that added to some of the stress I, in my, um, second year and third year i was working for three different places while also going to law school so and two of those weren't paid so it was just completely volunteer work um the innocence project if you don't know what it is they review claims from prisoners who have been in prison for either a substantial amount of time or facing a serious crime that looks really egregious when they review the materials um you know they're they're only taking like arson, homicide, rapes, things like that, pretty mm -hmm. serious crimes. Um, and they essentially review it as a very, very, very strict process. They probably only take 1% of the cases that they actually get applications for. And essentially their job is just to review the entire case and see um, who has been convicted and who has been convicted wrongfully. Okay. Um, whether that be based on the law, based on just plain error by a prosecutor, um, things like that. So very intense process but so rewarding um, I got to meet probably 12 of our clients um, so for every state has an innocence project they all operate a little differently but I was in Pennsylvania so we had Pittsburgh and Philly and we went to one of the um, institutions met so many people who um, were so thankful and so full of life considering their circumstances and what mm -hmm. they're going through and we believe that they were innocent um, just based on what we saw and we believe that there's a claim and we have to as that's the nature of the work is to say I believe like in my core that this is wrong and that this person should be out or else we wouldn't be able to function yeah um, so that was incredible and you know finding doing something like that really helped me get through law school I also worked with abolitionist law center they fight um, unconstitutional practices within prison so there's a lot of really terrible things that happen and they end up being like the butt of a lot of jokes um, but these things are real and they're illegal so mm -hmm. their goal is to among many other things fix all of those problems uh, like one of the main things was um, solitary confinement for mentally ill people um, it's 100% against the law to lock somebody up in solitary confinement um, so in a cell for 23 or 24 hours a day if they have a serious mental illness. So constantly finding those things. 
Um, you can see now why depression kicks in because you're constantly dealing with sadness, but it is so rewarding. And then my last job, which I got paid for, um, and that's essentially how I became a lawyer, uh, mm -hmm. was doing domestic violence and representing victims of domestic violence. So all of that has now shaped the why do you want to be a lawyer, the things that I didn't know before. Um, and I'm thankful that I got to have all of those opportunities. So Abolition Law Center, Innocence Project, and Neighborhood Legal Services, if you're in Pennsylvania or any other state, I guess, check them out, support them, do what you can. So you're, uh, you're getting closer to that dream, right? I mean, recently, yes. the, 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 the exam, yes. it's completely different than law school, but it, the exam that makes you the, the... The exam. So the bar exam, <clears throat> I just took that in what feels like years ago, but was really um, just a month ago, less than a month ago as of today. And like I said, it's a completely different beast. This year was definitely different with COVID. Um, there was a lot of technology issues and hacking issues and software crashing, um, but Pennsylvania seemed to make it through okay. That's what I ended up taking. And um, it was all remote, so I took it in my home in my basement and kicked everyone out of my house and <laughs> uh, locked my dog in a bedroom upstairs and all was well. But uh, finished that and really, the only, the, I, the, I mean, the bar exam is stressful because you study all day, again, it's Sunday to Sunday, and you can do eight hours a day, we'll say, instead of 14. So you get a little bit more sleep, but you're just stressed because it's a, I mean, I, there was probably eight subjects out of 25 that I have never seen before in my life. Uh, I don't know anything about corporations. I don't know anything about a partnership, but you have to learn it. You have to know enough about it to get tested. So. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Um, and it is, I mean, it's basic knowledge. So uh, they're literally testing minimal competency. They're literally saying, can you get a D on this test? Like get a D for me, you'll be good. That sounds super easy. But again, when you're, when you're given 25 subjects in 10 weeks, not so easy. Yeah. So that was, that's why that is stressful. Um, we had the extra stress because our 10 weeks expanded to about four months. Um, but the programs you get are designed to fit the 10 week plan. So mm -hmm. you follow this program that you pay thousands of dollars for, which is absurd because I just went to school and paid you thousands of dollars, but you pay for it and they're supposed to help you make it through on this 10 week schedule. And then when things get pushed back, that all kind of got messed up and nobody really knew what to do or how to help. Um, but overall it was okay. I mean, I took the test couldn't tell you whether I passed or not. We'll find out. If I didn't, I blame COVID. And if I did, great. I'm a lawyer now and that's all I care about. So So uh, you lead me into a three part question. Okay. Gonna wrap this this what you're doing now, kind of just waiting. Yeah. But you're <clears throat> so the bar. Yeah. Taking comps prepare you to make it a no. little easier in any way, shape or form. No. Not okay. even remarkably the same at all. So for everybody out there that's getting ready to take comps, relax. Yeah, I got it. It's yes, you. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to describe it. It's probably because. Well, I wouldn't either if I only took twenty minutes to write to do my entire thing, every day, every session. Anyway, <laughs> the rest of us are sitting there looking up, going, "Oh my God, I don't even. I'm not even done with the first question. She's out, gone by." So comps you are familiar with it you know what you're doing if you if it's your major i for me i did political science so a lot of political science overlaps i mean once you have an understanding of the government going to like taking 
presidential powers. I mean, I already had government, so mm -hmm. I've got an idea. Um, so for me, anyway, a lot of classes overlapped and you saw a lot of similarities. And you are familiar with them because it's your major, you took all the classes. The bar is just different because the amount, even law school itself, in one class, I probably had double the notes that I did in college. Like, you just get so much information. Um, in law school, you don't have assignments. Yeah. You read your book and you take one test at the end of the semester and it's curved. So let's say everyone in your class gets a 95. Your professor has to decide that 25% gets an A, 25% gets a C, and everybody else gets a B. That is all, that's law school. So even if everyone's getting an A, there's still people getting a C. And GPAs go, this is why, you know, mental health is so, so, so important. But that is why it doesn't prepare you. It's a different mental toughness. Um, that you go through so you're fine you've done your classes you've done your major if you're dedicated to it and you just put in a couple hours a day you'll do great don't worry about it and that's coming from a distinction person so take Second, it for what it's worth <laughs> because you came here as an athlete yes it's a two-part you can take it however you want it can it has been combined yeah for the last three episodes i guess now um <clears throat> why division three mm -hmm. why bethany or why bethany and why division three um, so basically just because, so I, I did have dreams of going big and there was a time where I was like, maybe I'll still try to be a lawyer, but maybe try to focus more on softball and see where it goes. Um, and then I broke my ankle my freshman year and I was supposed to be out for six months and had really intense surgery and ended up recovering a lot faster by choice. Um, I probably shouldn't have done that, but I didn't care. I wanted to get back on the field, mm -hmm. but kind of after I broke my ankle, that's when that changed back to you know, go D3, still play what you love. Like, I just had a lot of reflection time when I broke my ankle and had to sit there and give myself sponge baths. So um, I realized that I still want to be a lawyer. So stick with that. And D3, you get to play, you get to be competitive, you get to have a great atmosphere of people around you, but you can focus on school, you can be involved in extracurriculars, you can get the full college experience that a lot of, I think, D1 athletes don't get. Well, now we've come to the point where I got to send it to Harry because he's got to announce who won the, uh, the lunch special for a week. And uh, then he's got to tell us all about his new store. New t-shirts. Oh. The, the, the Shroom Capital World shirts are back. Great. New color. Black black on white instead of the gray oh, on white. Love that. And he's got a new shirt. Chamber store on the front. Mm -hmm. The back says, they don't have it. You don't need it. Oh, I need and I think that. so. And it's a maroon shirt. So if you if you're in Bethany, stop down to Chambers. They got shirts now oh, for sale. For sure. Uh, so if anybody's looking for a Christmas gift, which anybody that's in my family that's watching this, guess you just figured out what your gift is. But so thank you very much for thank being you. This show. was wonderful. Thank you. Um, make sure you like and subscribe our my page. Uh, this has been Kylie Clark. I am Carla Guadalina. This is Dingo Talk. Um, she graduated in class of 16 and a half, 17 on the board, but 16 and a half, because that's what I heard. Um, and she's still not over the Penn State loss. Never that's, So, Harry, go ahead. Tell us who won that giveaway. You've just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk. And now it's time for a drawing to win a week of daily Chambers lunch specials. This is based upon those of you who participated in the free breakfast sandwich giveaway last week. Sponsored by Maple Shade Outdoors and Chambers General Store. 
these sandwiches will be available to the winner November 9th through the 14th. The schedule of sandwiches is available on our Facebook page. And now, may I have our drum roll please? And the winner of a free week of Chambers Daily Lunch Specials is Sean Cole. Congratulations, Sean. Don't forget to stop by next week and pick up every day your, your free Chambers Lunch Special. And those of you out there in Dingo Land, we now have available at the General Store our second edition Shroom Capital of the World Bethany, West Virginia t-shirts, as well as a new Chambers General Store If We Don't Have It, You Don't Need It shirt. See you all next time. You've just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk with your host, Carlo Guadagnino, recorded live in his secret lair in Bethany, West Virginia. Sponsored by Chambers General Store, the longest-running general store in the state of West Virginia. Stop by and see us. We're here Monday through Friday, 6A to 5P, and on Saturday, 6A to noon. Get a breakfast sandwich or our new sausage biscuits and gravy. Coming soon, another round of Bethany Mushroom Capital of the World t-shirts and new Chambers General Store. If you don't, if we don't have it, you don't need it t-shirts. Good.